early so that we can just use the rest of our time for our discussion because battles and wars is what we will be talking about uh, this evening. And for those of you who are new, I see a lot of new numbers jumping in our call query. Let me say this. The Attitudes and Altitudes series is about getting ready for the new year. It's time to make that change. If you want to be happy, you have to make a change. And if you want respect, hey, you're going to have to demand it. Someone said, you know, people uh, deserve it. People who deserve respect should get respect. But in this life and in this me first world, sometimes we have to be assertive and we have to demand certain things in life. And for me, respect is one of them. Um, yes, we do deserve it, but will they? we get it? In most cases, a lot of times, no. Not every time, but most times we will not. So sometimes we have to get assertive and we have to demand it. Um, so join us this evening for this upfront and personal conversation about that thing called change. It's the last quarter of the year. Get ready to meet the new you. He or she has been waiting for a very long time. So as I always say, ready, set, let's grow. We are about to jump into this, and then I will be bringing um, our guest panelist on this evening. Ladies, especially if you're in the Global Females um, the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe and the Global Chat um, Sisterhood, please press the one on your phone so I'll know that you want to be on air this evening as soon as I'm done with our opening commentary. And for those of you who are new, if you'd like to join in, you have a question or a comment, press the number one on your phone, and that will put you in the call queue as well. So we're going to get started but as I said, we're going to do something different tonight. I'm going to do all of our public service announcements and all of that at the beginning of our show so that when we get this going, it may be something that um, is going to be very heartfelt this evening, and I want us to run it right through until the end. We're here for about an hour or so, so I'm just going to say this. First and foremost, a big shout-out to all of our sisters who have served and are serving in the armed forces who listen to us over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. I just want you and our fellow brothers to know how much you are honored, respected, appreciated, and loved. We are keeping all of you in our prayers. And tonight I even picked, uh, there's a website that I found, uh, the Battle Buddy Info. They have several, a lot of resources there from several different areas that you can look up for yourself. But tonight, um, for you, I chose a circle of warriors to um, feature this evening. As with all of our features, check them out and make sure that um, they are still uh, legitimate and in business. And um, if they can help you, feel free to reach out to them. Their website is a circleofwarriors.org, and their mission is to provide facilitation free of charge to enhance the emotional, social, mental, and spiritual health of all combat veterans and their families and to heal the wounds they might have, especially those that are not visible. They do not discriminate based on race, color, national origin, religion, sex, sexual orientation, 
familial status or disability. A Circle of Warriors is a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit organization. So reach out to them if you um, need their help and they provide a service that you have been looking for. Um, time to time, I will pick uh, different organizations to um, feature here for you to consider looking into. Okay, so we're going to keep this rolling right along here. Um, battles and wars. <laughs> As I said earlier, this program, this series, is based on several things. One is pieces from my current book, Silent Noise, Lip Service, and, of course, Life in General. There's uh, The book was based on um, my personal experiences and those of others who I have uh, walked their journeys with them and they with me. And I put our stories in poetic form in this book. So let's just jump right into this. As always, I want you all to be lying back seated. Um, a lot of times we'll start with our breathing exercises. For those of you who are new, you lie back, you sit back, no one's standing, because I want you to close your eyes and really get into this discussion, because this is about us coming to grips with our past, with our present, and so that we can prepare to move forward. Uh, so quickly here, lie back, seated, let's close our eyes, no one's standing, don't want anyone to fall, lose their balance, but let's breathe in, exhale. One more time, breathe in, now exhale. One more time, breathe in, now exhale. Now continue your breathing at your own rhythm and pace during our program. So let me get to this piece today. As I said, it's all about battles and wars. So the title of the piece is Battles and Wars. Once your spirit has healed, pick up your armor and shield. Remember that your fate has not been sealed. Yes, you lost the battle, but not the war. Next time you walk out the door, you will be prepared for more. Instead of stressing, consider this loss a blessing. Learn from your mistake. Now choose better moves to make. Don't make this battle a fatal Retake. Forget the foolish notion to give in to your emotions. Hurt is shooting bullets, heartache is throwing knives. Just when you feel alone, army arrives. Know that you're no longer isolated or deprived. We know you may be tired, beaten and sore. No time for rest. We're waging war. We are your soldiers. This is what we came here for. Can you see victory on the horizon? Your enemies are falling one by one. This war is over and the fighting is done. You have survived. Yes, you are starting over, but you are alive. Now thrive, my friend, thrive. You know, the battles may have been lost, but the war is far from over. Learn from your mistakes and make a better plan of attack. Humble yourself to ask for help. Soldiers are waiting to charge the battlefield with you. Are you prepared for the front line of battle? This piece alone 
speaks volumes in so many lives. As I have shared before, when I do these uh, readings and these programs, people get what they need out of each and every piece. And when I said that, yes, you may have lost the battle, so many of us, we can look at the battle as our relationships, our jobs, uh, things of that nature. We, we're no longer employed. We lost our jobs. We are divorced now when we've been married for X amount of years. These are the things that may be taken away from us. Now, this is when we have to humble ourselves and we have to grasp and ask for help from those who have been through this fire, who can help us through, who can help us to rebuild, to regroup, to rejuvenate, because we're going to come through more roadblocks and pitfalls. And that's why I say the battle, you lost the battle, the war is still far from over. We may have an uphill battle for a while, but guess what? We're going to make it through. We're going to make it to that next level. We are going to keep going. So before I open up the lines, if you want to join this conversation and share about your battles and wars and how you made it through with the help of others, uh, you can press the number one on your phone so that I will know that you want to join in the conversation. And right before I bring on our guest, I want to say a special happy 14th birthday to my oldest grandchild. So my pumpkin, my Jalen, I know you're probably not listening, but Grandma Pumpkin loves you, and she hopes that you have had the absolute best birthday. I will be sending you something very soon. Um, love you bunches and love you to life. So my oldest grandbaby is now 14 years old, and next month his brother has a birthday, so I'll be here being a ground Grandma Pumpkin. Uh, a proud Grandma Pumpkin again. So with that said, I'm going to open up the lines. I believe Marisol is already here, but we need to talk about this. As I said before, it's all about us taking this journey together. This is already part nine, and we're going to run through the end of the year with this. And each week, we air the, the series three times a week, Saturday morning motivation at 9 a.m. This our Focus Females Global Chat Cafe at 7 p.m. And, of course, the Sunday morning inspiration that airs at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Good evening, Sister Marisol. How are you, beautiful one? Good evening, Beverly Wong. I'm doing good to you. What a beautiful reading. That in itself soothes my spirit. That Thank you, sis. Thank you. Oh, that just has such a beautiful flow of words of rhythm and just insight and just, um, it just flows so beautiful, those words. All of what you said, uh, uh, what really stood out for me is that one part, uh, where you said we'll be better prepared. Yes. We'll be better yes. prepared. I I, yeah. I I had to learn, you know, how to reach out. And, and it was so interesting that I don't know that it is as much that in my case that I reached out, but me being someone who's been there for so many people, when my world fell apart, 
there were people that actually had reached out to grab me, even though I wasn't reaching out to anyone. I've had to be strong my entire life. So when my world crumbled, I was just prepared to do it all by myself, to do it alone, because I had lost all faith in humanity. And this is something that I want every single listener on this line to consider. When you lose faith and you've been disappointed one time too many, maybe it's time for you to stop seeking your salvation in the same sauce. Maybe it's time for you to change your recipe. It's time for you to go from the tomato sauce to maybe the Alfredo sauce or something like that. (laughs) You know, I'm good for using metaphors and things of that nature. It's time for you to mix it up a little bit. You need to change something. You need to reach out to people who've been there, done that, people who don't have a – some type of a personal stake in what's going on. People who won't keep reminding you, you know I'm helping you. You know I'm helping you. You need real soldiers. You need those people who are there without question, those people who are there to do the job, and that job is to help you win that battle, to help you make it through that war. That is who you need in your corner. You need those people who are, I'm a soldier first and foremost. And as such, we become a family. We fight as one. We move as one. We take care of each other. We have each other's backs. That is what you need. No matter where it is, you can apply this same principle. So sometimes we need to learn how to reach out. We need to humble ourselves and know that, hey, I can't do this alone. I will not survive if I attempt to do this alone. It doesn't work that way. I haven't seen in history anywhere where one human has stood up against so many and won that battle. I haven't seen that yet. If anyone knows of that in history somewhere, let me know because I'd be fascinated, you know, just to learn all about that. But the bottom line is we cannot do this by ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. We need to have people in our court, if it's nothing else but for someone to be silent and listen to us, you know, vent, to listen to us cry. So many people who I'm closest to don't live in this state, so I can't lean on their shoulder in real time, but I can certainly lean on their ear and wear that out in virtual time, and that's what I have to do sometimes. You know, and, and then if I have to call someone and and help them, you know, there are times when, I think that someone's just saying some things that just aren't making sense to me. Some people are posting things when I know that they're crying out because they're still hurting, and I know that they need to have that time. There's some people who I'm waiting to see face-to-face in the real because I need to give them that hug because they need to understand, and they need to release what they're holding on to. I see it. I know it, but I'm not going to get into a tug-of-war with them over social media. I'm going to wait until we have our one-on-one time. That's what I'm waiting for. So there's always a method to see Maria's madness. Trust me when I say <laughs> Marisol can attest to that because you will never know works. what I'm trying. Exactly. You know what? You never know what I'm expecting or what my intended outcome is because the way that I do things, I want you all to come to that on your own. I need you to yeah. learn how to you know, grow and how to let go on your own. Because when we 
come into something of this nature, waiting for people to tell us what to do. We get used Mm -hmm. to that. We become complacent, and we don't learn how to think for ourselves. We tend to cling to those people, and we want them to continually tell us what to do. And that's not what Mm -hmm. we do here. We give you all of the options and resources, and we try to change or, or to get you to reframe your thought patterns so that you can figure this out for yourself because when you figure it out for yourself, you're more likely to stay on your path when you are in total control of your destiny. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's a time and a season for everything, and I know there was a time for me that uh, I-, I needed direction. Um my reaching out was to get direction and instructions because I was just that numb. I was just that devastated. I was totally clueless. And uh, I thank my God for putting uh, the people he did in my life uh, during that time. Um, But then eventually uh, the season changed like they always do. And um, he would put, uh, I love what you said about a different type of thought you know, in there, um, different flavor, because um, a, a lot of times what I've, what I've learned thus far is that a lot of times my answers uh, and, and my guidance and my identification uh, will come from people that are totally different background or, you know, not in the family or not a co-worker, uh, for heaven's sake, a totally different status in life. And, um, the thing about that part is to just keep an open mind. You know, it's like you'll know when 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 you hear that voice. You'll know when when you uh, connect with that spirit of that person, even though everything else about them is is not identifiable as far as where they come from or the status, whatever. But there'll be something in their voice. There'll be something that they'll say. Something in their gesture. Their their, their aura of that person that you will be listening to what they have to say. And it would be a totally different sauce. It would be a totally different flavor. And that's exactly where the answers uh, lie that for me, you know, um, just to like, you know, uh, watch and listen and uh, keep an open mind. And so I love that you said that because a lot of times, you know, we stick with what's familiar and what's safe and what's comfortable, and there's a time and a season for everything, but then there's that other time where, you know, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to, I, I don't care how much a person resists, you can, you're going to have different paths, you're going to go a different route, you could go kicking and screaming for me, uh, I would attempt a tantrum, or I could be like, you know, uh, totally free at it, like, you know, no, uh, the path of least resistance, and just open, right? you know, that faith that you talked about um, and, and and be blessed in the process of doing that, you know, um, and, and uh, you're good. I mean, I felt, I felt scared as shoot. I'm scared to still have some scary feelings now and, and, and some, you know, real awkward <laughs> feelings about uh, some of this new stuff that I have no point of reference to in my past, but at the same time, it's exciting. It's rejuvenating you know, um, it gives me something to aim for to, like you said, get the knowledge about that thing. Um, uh, be prepared, you know, get more prepared and, and get that information for myself. Because it's like once right. you get a taste of something new and, and you get that initial attraction, 
you know, it's just for me it was so automatic that you know what, let me let me take another look and do some more research in that area because the feelings felt so good even though they were scary. It felt so good at the same time. You know, and right. it's like, wow, this got a real good sess to it, you know. <laughs> this is let, really me, let me let me let me Allow me to interject for a moment because I know right about now a lot of people are sitting and they're listening to you talk, Marisol, and they're saying, well, what is she talking about? What is this that felt so oh. good to her? What is that? Don't say anything. Don't say anything. This is what I want the listeners to understand because I can guarantee you they're sitting there saying, what is she talking about? Well, what made her feel so good? This is the thing. Put yourself in there. What would make you feel good? What would entice you that way? What would make you want to keep going? What would make you say, you know what, this is exciting. As much as it is scary, it's exciting. It's not about what Marisol is going through because guess what? That's her journey. That's her destiny. That's her life that she's working on. The thing is, is to listen to her words and then think to yourself, talk to that person that you see in the mirror and say, what is it that would excite us like that? Wow. What is it that I want to do? What do I want to strive for? What is it that's going to ignite that type of fire in my spirit and in my soul? That's the thing. And then who are you going to align with to help you to achieve that? It's about you. The thing that I love about it is that I'm sitting up and thinking, I know that the listeners are going to be like, what on earth is she saying? You know, what is she talking about? Because a lot of times people tend to mimic what they see other people doing because if they see you thriving with it. And that's the problem in society is that so many people see what other people are doing or what they have, and then they try to obtain the identical thing. But let me tell you something. That's not your blessing. That's not your destiny. So as long as you keep chasing after someone else's dreams, you are never going to be happy in the life that you have been given because you're going to be following what other people have. And we can't do that, especially when we are waging war. Nowadays, you know, everybody is, oh, my gosh, I was watching some show, and when you find out that, uh, you know, these infamous talk shows and your man who you love so much, well, he's sleeping with your cousin <laughs> and your sister and your mama, too, oh and this and that, oh and God. some people you choose to stay, and then they get embarrassed when they're on TV and they've been caught up. I don't know why people go on these shows thinking that they can cheat a lie detector test, but. <laughs> what happens in these situations is that a lot of people, then they'll decide, I don't want you no more. You brought me on here and embarrassed me. I don't want you no more. I don't want you no more. And next thing mm-hmm. you know, you're by yourself. Or some people go through that, what they call the infamous midlife foolishness, stupidity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they want something young and fresh and new. And you wake up again and you're by yourself. Or, you know, and I hate to keep saying it, but it happens so often. You've been away putting your life on the line for your loved ones and people that you don't even know. And you come home and everything that you knew has changed. That is when you need to have your soldiers around you, those people who are there. You have your military soldiers when you're away for those of you who are serving, but then you have your civilian soldiers. We take over. We're the ones like that organization that I featured tonight. We're the ones, or or the Wall Foundation, we're the ones who step in 
to help you make it through whatever you're going through when you come home. We're the ones that connect you with the right resources and people who can help and guide you. We're the ones that want to bring you back to some type of normalcy. We do this for everyone, whether you're abroad, whether you're right around the corner, whether you're several states over. I see people from all over in the call query. We have people calling from D.C., Virginia, Michigan tonight. Um, Of course, we have... Who else do we have here? Ohio, New Jersey. Let me see. I'm trying to see of all the places that I can recognize. Um, but again, if I don't know, and some of you, of course, your foreign numbers. So the bottom line is simple. Wherever you are in this world, you're not alone. You need to have good people around you, the people who are the movers and shakers, the people who aren't going to leave you when the going gets tough and rough. You need the people who have been through this, who can guide you through this, who can help you make it through. And as I said, this is an open conversation tonight. So for those of you who are on the line, if you would like to join in, press the number one on your phone, and I will bring you on air to join our conversation. If you have a story to tell, when you had the right people in your corner to bring you through, if it was nothing but praying for you, and I can't really say nothing but because prayer is a powerful thing. If you have the people who prayed for you or the people who were there to lift you up, to provide you with what you needed when in your, when your time, in your time of need, tell us your story. Tell us what you have gone through, what those people meant to you. Yeah. Tell us. What's going on in your life? Over in our in our uh, Focus Females Global chat, Lenny is saying, Michigan, ha-ha, yes, I gave you a shout-out. Um, <laughs> but, um, yes, we, um, we have to. Uh, the other day we did Bad Blood, and it talked all about, it talked all about, appreciating those people who stayed in your corner when everyone else left you. Because, you know, people okay. are always there when you're on top of your game, and the minute that you're not, they're all gone. Oh, I think it's Lenny. I think she just pressed the number one. So Lenny is going to come on. Hello. Hello, my sister. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, my God. I, I don't think Lenny's been on this show. When's the last time you've been on the show? About four years ago, Lenny? <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I, you know, because with school and everything, I get so caught up. This is the last week, and I thought, you know what? My paper's due Friday night. I'm going to get on and, and listen to the show because it means a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. But, oh, my granddaughter, Amy, said hi. Hi. I don't know if you... Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know... I have many stories, but the one that I want to talk about um, is, as you know, Maria, in 2010, um, I lost my stepfather in February, my mother in April, our home in July after my son fell off the 24-foot roof, shattered one heel, broke the other, and then we were homeless. And um, as a parent... It was just, it was devastating to me. I mean, I had to, I had to make a choice of either paying my rent for two months or paying for my mother's cremation. So, you know, I, 
chose to pay for my mother, and I would do it all over again in the heartbeat because in that time, God put people and places in my life to set me up to to be where I'm at right now. I mean, he's going to do that along my entire life. But we had people that we we camped out in their camper. Well, the kids slept inside. I slept out in the camper at night. But, you know, we were there for a month. And then another friend of mine, we stayed with her for 30 days. And then another friend of mine, we were there a year. And then um, she moved. So uh, my daughter stayed with one of her girlfriends and her family. My son stayed at his girlfriend's. Of course, at that time, my eldest daughter was married and had their own place. So I was in a hotel, and I had friends from New York, from, you know, Ohio, from Michigan, helping me pay my hotel bill every every week. I mean, because at this point, I wasn't working. I had applied for disability, and that in itself is, a waiting game, and it's so frustrating because you've got all these, these other problems on top of not having a house. And so anyway, long story short, I have been very blessed with going through this journey because at the end of it, the home that I have now was given to me. It's a, a cute little mobile home. We got it in 2000 and uh, 12, um, some friends of mine bought a house for themselves and one for her mom and gave me the trailer. And I am forever grateful. This is my God house. And so, you know, every bit of struggle, there's going to be blessings at the end of that. And, and we don't see right. it as we're going through it. You know, there's a verse in Isaiah, and you know how people have these life verses, and this verse talks about um, joy. Let's see. Oh, uh, my, the only part I can remember offhand is my part, and it's beauty for ashes. He will give me beauty for ashes. So all this junk that I go through, that other people go through in their life, those are the, those are the ashes. And, and, you know, to me, God's going to take all that and just give us, Beauty upon beauty upon beauty. So, yes. you know, that, that's one of the things that, you know, I've went through in the last six years. So, and <clears throat> I'm grateful. I am grateful, grateful. And that again, that talks about the battles and wars and, um, and uh, that's right. And you're in school, and and you mm-hmm. went through so many things. And getting um, that, and, and in case you haven't noticed, we do. For those of you listening, we do have a group over on Facebook called um, Sis Stars with with books, beauty, and brains. We um, we are older students who are in college or starting college. The majority of the group will be starting school in January. Um, but we support one another, and I put you in that group, Lenny. I know that you were in school, um, and, uh, uh, and and it's good that you're on tonight because you can talk about that journey a little bit to give Marisol some um, a good 
boost because she's still starting her journey, and the more that she can get the positivity out of that and get more positive input, um, it would help because I always love when people can hear things from other people other than me. So Marisol is on tonight, and um, tell her about your journey because your journey's been going on. I was saying hi, Lydia. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes, I, I definitely getting a lot of positive out of that, especially by you bringing up the Word of God. You know, that's power all in itself, right there. Oh. And I know exactly that scripture you talked about that uh, He will give us beauty for ashes, and you know all those things that burned up, those hopes, those dreams, and you know how he, God will take that and 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 still use it. And, and, and make it for our beauty, you know, for yeah. our beauty. Oh, I love that you used that. That helped me so much, sweetheart. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, this journey, you know, this journey has been, you know, Maria and I have known each other a very long time. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I think we're, for me, I think I will all there, there, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but there's always going to be something going on. But I think I think it's because I need to remember that I need to follow what God wants me to do. You know, I got to step out in faith. And you know, 2006, my children and I uh, moved to Pennsylvania and uh, left Michigan. You know, left family, left friends, moved there, knew nobody. As a matter of fact, Maria came to visit me because she was only like an hour away. She had to take me to all the malls and stuff because I had no idea how to get anywhere. Uh, Aww. <laughs> um, sounds then, just like Maria, too. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So then in 2009, um, my sister called and informed me that the doctor said that there there was nothing more they could do for our mom. and. You know, Marie knows me, so when I say this, she'll, she'll probably laugh. But I hung up the phone and I said, Lord, I am not moving back to Michigan. Do you hear me? I'm not. I've got a great job. The kids are in great schools. I'm not moving back. Mm. Well, <laughs> 30 days later, I lost my job. Mm. And which is a blessing at the time. You know, I didn't feel like it was a blessing, but, you know, we got back to Michigan on August 31st, and then my mom had a stroke in November. My stepdad um, had some kind of health thing going on, and so um, he was in the hospital. But that time that, you know, I was, we were there with my mom at night. Her and I would, like, we'd pray together, we'd read the Bible together or whatever, and Oh, I'll never forget, <clears throat> you know, Psalm 23 to me was always a death spot because, you know, you always hear it at funerals. Uh, and, you know, I just had no use for that psalm. And I asked my mom one night so what she wanted to do. She wanted me to read the Bible to her. She wanted to pray. And so, honey, read Psalm 23 to me. And in my head I said, Lord, are you serious? I come on. So I sat there like a good daughter and I read that psalm to her and Marcella, she took my hand when I was done 
And she says, Lenny, that's where uh, I'm going. That's uh-huh. where I'm going to be. So it went from so it went from death to life in that short instant. So the thing is, you know, all this stuff that we go through is temporary. I mean, it doesn't feel like it. It does not feel like it when you're going through it. It, you know, Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. It's temporary yes. if we allow it to be temporary. The problem is so many people make it a permanent part of our lives because they will yes. refuse to move on. It's temporary if we allow it to be temporary. And I wanted to interject and say some more since you all got on the subject of some of the the verses. How about Proverbs 27 to 17? Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Mm-hmm. Because, again, yep. these are the things that um, – when I'm trying to think of another one too, um, I think it's Ecclesiastes four nine. Two are better than one because they they have a good reward for their toil, or something like mm-hmm. that. And um, mm-hmm. there's there's um, there are a few when when we work together, we are stronger together. And as soon as mm-hmm. a lot of people realize that, you know, a few years ago I did something called the Marathon of Hope Kingdom Movement, and yeah. I saw the big vision, but, you know, but God was like, you know what, give everybody the chance, and if they move on, so be it. Because in his time, something wonderful is going to happen again. That was a great weekend-long event. It was awesome. But you know what, some people, when we feel the need to think that, oh, I can do my own thing and I can do this, you know what, I wish you the best of luck in the world. I pray you the absolute best. I really Mm. do. But the bottom line is simple, is that we are stronger when we are together. And we are Mm -hmm. even more strong when we have the people who have been through that fire, not the people who are making pretend or just want to be a part of the big picture, as long as the big picture, you know, is something great. And they want to say, yeah, yeah, look at me, look at me. No, 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 no. Because as you said, God will, will get rid of the wrong people and put the right in your lives. And then secondly, sometimes we have to go out and we have to let go of everything that we have known and move on to get to those people who we need in our lives. We have yeah. to do that. So these are the differences. And listen yeah. to you all talk, to you speak, Lenny. Tonight was the night for you to be here. Someone out there, I guarantee you, who's going to listen to this show, someone out there needed to hear everything that you just said. I feel it in my spirit. Someone out there needed to hear exactly what you have said tonight. And that's all that there is to it. So tonight, to, to who, whoever you are, wherever you are in this world, this is what we are about here. Nothing is scripted. Everything is real. Everything is from our hearts, our spirits, and our souls. We have lived these stories. And, and you know, mm-hmm. I did. I drove up there. I met Lenny. And um, I met Lenny back in the days when I was still in entertainment big time. And we were doing yep. great things and moving on. And, and, you know, I said, I'm coming up to visit. And I, my neighbor and I, who, Lord rest her soul, she's no longer with us. As a matter of fact, the very first piece that I did way back when I started the series, Bad Day, that was dedicated to Marjorie. She and I had driven up. And we stayed, I think we stayed for the weekend, didn't we, Lenny? Yeah, Or something we did. like that. Yeah. 
we had stayed for the weekend and um and uh, I said, you know what? Let me (laughs) Yep. Yep. I said, Let me let me take you let me take you we went to the outlets up there and um and it was so funny. It was so funny. Let me tell you something, Lenny, because in one of my classes today, I was using the example of when I had gone up there to visit, and uh, we were talking about laws, and what if we had a universal law, and, um, you know, one law fits all, and I said, well, that couldn't happen. I said, for instance, and I thought about when I was up there, and we had gone to um, one of the shopping centers, and they had the spots for the horse and buggy, for the Amish. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, up there, this is serious business here. You you yeah. better pay attention when you see the horse and buggies going. So there are laws there that would make no sense to most people here because chances, now, where I live and as I go to work, we do have the horse crossing, the cowboy, you know, on the horse crossing because we <laughs> do have, like, down further, we have the little watering hole by the train tracks and we have the posts where they do ride their horses and leave them while they go to the watering hole. So, but again, that's a small isolated area. But I just spoke about that today, and here you are on line tonight because I used that as an example for one of my law classes, and um, and now you're online speaking about it again. And, and and to all of our listeners, as you say, see the babies in the background. We are live. We do. This is what we go through, but we don't allow it to deter us from doing what we want to do. Lenny hasn't been on this show in years. I think you wanted yeah. one time years ago, maybe for what, like my birthday show, an anniversary show yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. But, um, but to hear the right. stories and what we're sharing, it's all about. We only have, and guess what, people? We only have like 13 minutes left in our program, okay. but. I hope that I want you all to understand that this is the power of people working together and divine intervention. I always talk about divine intervention because this is something powerful going on here, but you cannot do things alone. You have to have the right people. I'm not saying just grab anybody. Don't grab the usual people. Usually you have to go outside of your comfort zone, outside of your circles, outside of what you know and who you know to find the right people who need to be in your life. And it is so amazing to me how many people still are amazed if they hear from me. But it's amazing how many people, if they call or they write, and I write back Mm -hmm. or I call them, they are still amazed. Like, oh, my God, it's really you. You are the secret. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's who I am. You return Uh, calls? Well, yeah, I have a phone. (laughs) Well, it's worth a moment than they do. You know, it's all about, about, like Maria said, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and reaching out to people. um, One of my problems is, you know, when I'm going through stuff, I just isolate, which is not good. And when people don't hear from me or whatever, they usually get in touch with me. But, you know, you know, this whole thing, like with, you know, like with my daughter now, I'm going through the the drugs and alcohol thing with her. You know, I lived that. That was me 32 years ago. Um, And, you know, I understand what it is like to be 18 and 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 using. The only aspect I don't understand is having a three-year-old child because um, I didn't get pregnant for the first time until I was two years sober. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't have that aspect. So, you know, God is always telling me new things. 
When the student is ready, when I was really, truly ready, I mean, I was more ready than my, even in my own subconscious. I didn't know I was ready, but everything inside of me was ready. My heart was ready. Mm-hmm. My ears were ready. My mind was ready. Everything in me was calling and screaming out, ready, okay? And uh, the teacher appeared. When the student yep. is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah, yep. for sure. Well, I started a, a yeah. Families Anonymous meeting. I won't get into it now, but I did, I, because of all this, I, we needed one in the area. So, you know, that it's in the works. It started. We're just waiting to, to have an, our meeting. So I'm kind of excited about that. And that's wonderful. And I'll tell you how how divine intervention works, because I don't know if you remember, Lenny, we had lost touch. We had lost mm-hmm. touch for years, and then yep, I think that you had written to me or got in touch because you Googled me. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, and here's the thing about that, Maria. Um, that was back before, you know, I kept things in address books, so I really didn't have your – I had your physical address on a piece of paper somewhere. Um, I had mm-hmm. your phone number on another piece of paper somewhere, so – when the internet got big, I thought, oh, Maria Wall. Well, you know, it's the Maria Wall. And when I when you popped up, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could have done this years ago. Uh, <laughs> you have one okay. moment for sure. Okay. <laughs> for sure. That is, um, I, I, I love that story. I love that story. I know. It was so funny. I was sitting on here. I don't know whether it was you, Marisol, or it was someone, and we got wow. into this, hey, let's just do some Google searches. And, and I was talking to someone, and they were like, oh, my gosh, you're everywhere. I'm like, well, yeah, I am. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can't really hide. You know, I can't really do anything. So even if I'm out dating someone new, I don't really say, just Google me, you know. If they're bright enough, they will, and then they'll know who I am. Because, you know, I, the good part is I can't fake my credentials because I'm everywhere. So even um a few weeks ago when we had Ruth on and she did the body code and all of that, she did a search for um, um something. And I came up at the top of the list, and I was the first person that popped up, or actually it wasn't me personally. I think it was Healing Through Hurt, the main um talk show here. And... Um, she reached out, and I have a bunch of people who reached out. I can't remember which show it was. It was either it was either the, the last week's last Saturday show, but it caused a firestorm, and so many people have reached out to me to be interviewed and to network with and all of this and sending in their stories. Um, I will be, and I promise you all, if you're listening, I will be getting to calls this weekend. I promise you all I will be returning calls this weekend. So, people, we actually have nine whole minutes left in the show. Um, So what I'm going to do is uh, let you ladies give you all a few moments very briefly because, you know, I have to do my infamous closing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um uh since Lenny you, you are our visitor tonight who hasn't been on in a while. But again, what I want you all to say is um what I want to say to the listeners is this. As you can see, we 
can't do it alone. They always say no man or woman is an island. Well, you can be an island. You'll be a very lonely island sitting out there in the middle of nowhere by yourself. You know, you always have that choice. But I have found, Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time to learn how to let people in to the point where um, I I can enjoy knowing that I'm not alone. Yes, I'm still the teacher, I'm still the mentor, I'm still all of that. But the same way that I am the teacher, I'm also learning and growing as well. So, Lenny, if you have any words of encouragement for people really quickly here, we're down to seven minutes, um, and then I'll let Marisol say a few, and then I'll bring it all home. Just uh, all I want to say is never give up hope. Keep that fire inside. Yes, you might think. It's hopeless, but it's very hopeful, and good things come when you keep your head up. And, and you know, I tell my kids, keep your head up and your eyes to the sky, because that's where you're going to get your direction from. Amen. Amen. Well, it was very nice meeting you, Lydia. And you it was, too. Um, yes, it was so nice meeting you. I identified so much with your story. And I thank you for sharing so sharing it so wholeheartedly. And um, it's like you know we're never alone. You know, um, if, if there's anything I could say is you're not alone. Whoever's listening or will be listening, you're not alone. Even though you may not have anyone physically with you, you still need to know you're not alone in the sense that what you're going through, what you're feeling, there's others that've been there, done that, or going through that. And if you will seek, you're going to find, and you'll probably mm-hmm. you'll find in the most unlikely places. So don't limit yourself. You know, God is that. Right. He's infinite. He's infinite. So, you know, uh, maybe it is time, like uh, Maria said, get out of your comfort zone and seek out, venture out, because you're not alone. You're not alone. Yes. Amen. The world Thanks is so a huge Maria. place. Yes. Oh, my dear, always. But the world is a huge place, people. And somebody wrote the other day, they put up a post, I like my comfort zone. That's wonderful. I like mine, too, sometimes. But there are other times when I need to venture out and see what this world has to offer before my time is up. So reach out. You never know who's there waiting to take your hand. So as always, I want to pray each and every you, each and every one of you enough. I want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. And I want to pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I also want to pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I want to pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be at your door from this very moment and beyond. So continue continue to pay it and pray it forward until next time we will be back on saturday for part 10 of our attitude and altitude series lenny it was so good hearing from you sis oh my goodness it did my spirit good that you pressed that one and called in tonight um how much longer do you have for school I graduate next year. Uh, It would have been in the spring, but I'm having surgery in November, so I couldn't take my classes that start at the end of October. So just going to pull one in another few months, but next year, hopefully in the summer or fall, I'll be done. Woohoo! 
<laughs> well, Lenny, Lenny will be the first one to graduate uh, in the group. We'll have to put that over there in the group, Marisol. Yes, Lenny yes. will be yes. coming out. Yes. 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 I, I, I said to, I said to Amy last night. I said, Amy, I said, after Friday, I said, none of Nana's school books or her computer will be on the dining room table. That's what I do. I don't home. I take my tablet. I take my tablet. I go to the back. I open the back door while it's still nice outside. I feel the sun on my back. I turn on my tablet. You know, it has the keyboard. It's like a three-in-one thing. And I get out all my school books, and I just sit there, and I enjoy listening to the sounds of nature, and I do my homework, which is what I did tonight. I usually don't do any on Tuesdays, but I finished all of my class assignments. And so I'm well ahead of the game this week. Plus, I've finished my actual class assignment that I had to turn in. That's done, too. So I can start working on next week's class. So I am so um, humbled and and blessed that you all were here with me tonight. And to all of you listening, just know that you we're here. We're waiting to help you. We're here. And, you know, these ladies, they've helped someone just through telling of their stories, just through sharing, because everything, all of your lives are, is the testimony to help someone else. So, again, mm-hmm. if you want to reach us, our number is 202-618-2556. You can reach us on our website, FocusFemalesGlobal.com. There's a contact form there, and the email is InspiredFocusFemalesGlobal.com. My website, CMariaWall.com. My email is Let'sGrow at CMariaWall.com. And all of our programs are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is another IRS-approved and recognized tax-exempt 501c3. Visit our website at thewallfoundationinc.org. If you want to get involved, there's a site there to tell us about any product or service that you'd like to donate. Or, of course, if you'd like to give a monetary donation, those donations are tax deductible to the fullest extent of current laws here in the United States. We would love to hear from you. We want to thank all of those who listen over on the Armed Forces Radio Network. We are so humbled and proud to be a part of your family. We will see you again on Saturday um, at 9 a.m. for the Saturday morning uh, motivation show where we'll be doing part 10 of our Attitudes and Altitude series. Ladies, good night. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's Good Music. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night, guys. God bless. I get lost in your word. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind off. 